0: The surgery is at 10:30. Yeah, and then I'll just be recovering here for a couple days. I get a get long. a new nose. I mean, like if a you
1: cool Gonzo-shaped I mean, nose, a big long, long <laughs> one, you know. That's that's what I'm looking for.
2: <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, if you, if you looked you at me right go now, would be in the opposite Michael Jackson route.
1: Yeah, there you go. The point. Okay. <laughs> <Bam>. bigger one. <laughs>
2: <Little non-intuitive>. Cartoon <laughs> point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cut glass with you. that shit.
3: Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, it was our fault. We made a mistake. Spotter said it was clear I wasn't clear. And, you know, I, I didn't want to tear my car. I'd tear his car up either. I respect everybody, and I demand respect. And, you know, I apologized to the guy when he came over the car, explained to him what happened. And then he took it to another level when he started calling me an idiot and whatever else. And I don't appreciate that. I'm not going to take it. I told him how I felt. I called him out. He didn't show. You know, and so, you know, I'm good with it. If he's good with it. But I'm not going to be disrespecting. by no means.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, I had a dinner date at Applebee's last night that didn't find out until it was too late to shame, and love their riblets and boneless wings,
0: but... uh Welcome to Meet Me at Applebee's, your motorsports podcast, now featuring an actual race car driver. My name is Brian. With me, as always, is Rob and Ashley. Folks, how are we doing today?
1: Good. I'm happy to announce my truck contract here. Uh, Thanks for uh, the intro, Brian. I really appreciate it. We'll get into that later. How are you doing, True Love? I'm great. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't have a race car to drive. But Brian drove one. Well, I guess we'll get into that a little bit later on the show, right?
0: And yeah, there's a lot to talk about with uh, with my weekend, but uh, there was lots of, of uh, racing happening other places. We had all sorts of stuff going on in Indianapolis. We had uh, the Knoxville Nationals, uh, lots of good stuff. So, uh, so what's going on? What do we want to talk about first, folks?
1: Well, I guess we should just talk about the NASCAR shit first. Uh, yeah that makes sense since that's probably what most of the listeners are here for uh my crusade to get everyone to be dirt late model fans is uh (laughs) it's it's moving along but uh you know i haven't seen a change in attendance just yet so i guess we'll get there but
2: (laughs) we're (laughs) working on it
1: but man i gotta say Uh, i much prefer irp to uh to the road course even though both of those races were fine yeah
0: i'm i'll I'll straight up say right off the bat I did not really watch much of anything Friday and Saturday because obviously I had stuff going on um you know i, I listened to the, the m r n or wasn't even m r n coverage it was the uh in track audio i guess the in track or indie system whatever that was that was a new thing on my feed but uh That's cool. you guys will have to catch me up on all yeah. the all the action I missed with baby Tywin winning and whatnot
1: yeah he did win I actually didn't watch that race either to be perfectly honest with you. My bandwidth was all taken up by the Knoxville Nationals and Kyle Larson going in
0: there and just stomping a mud hole on everybody. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I, I will actually, I, as part of my major dirt weekend, I think I watched, yeah, definitely watched the main event of, of the Nationals. And yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. I mean, Larson leading every single lap was, was, I guess, not totally unexpected after what I saw at Attica. But um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it I was mean, something.
1: I, he didn't put a foot wrong all weekend. Uh, he had a bad draw on his first heat on Wednesday night. I like how he was like, oh, we'll start the NASCAR shit when I were just talking about World of Outlaws, <laughs> as it should be. But uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he had a bad draw and uh, kind of was a little further back in his heat, and he passed by, like six cars and got to the front, and that was just about it for the rest of the weekend. Uh, and uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to David Gravel, even though I'm not a fan. He had uh, pretty much the worst fucking Wednesday night or Thursday night possible. It was Wednesday night, actually, um, and he he basically ran a 1,000 laps is what it felt like, and he managed to work his way all the way back up to second in the A main mm-hmm. from the back, um, just threw the soup, almost got it, uh, but yeah, just not quite fast enough to catch Larsen, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was cool to see. Uh, what about uh, Ashley? What did, did you watch any of the uh, racing this weekend that me and Rob clearly missed?
2: Um, I mean, I watched all of it, but there's not much to say. Well, yeah. tell, let's talk more about it's IRP really Friday
0: because, yeah, I mean, the, the road course stuff is whatever. But first off, let's, let's mention SVG. He made his debut, and I didn't expect uh, much out of him, but he got 19th, which is pretty decent. It's pretty damn good. Um, yeah. But I think the real news of the weekend with him was he made it to the Holy Land. He did. He made it to the, craw- <laughs> yeah. the, the Crawford Road Applebee's. We
1: have never had a more <laughs> resounding fan response or overwhelming. Like ten of you, <laughs> yeah. ten of the fifty people that listen to this show reached out and was like
0: and sent us the video of him walking up into to Mecca there. And i believe he even said like hey f- hey hey Trackhouse, let's get kicked out of applebee's so <laughs> i think i am now a full svg fan he he yeah. definitely won me over with that tweet yeah, and he got top 10 in the cup race
1: too so yeah i think uh it'll be nice to see him over here uh next year and it sounds like that's going to be something we uh get to see
2: yeah it, it I- brian oh my god
1: brian's gone
2: it's fine. We'll just replace them with SVG. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think uh,
1: Oh, wait, that's not the right accent <laughs> yeah. for, for SVG. Yeah. yeah, I might, you know, we'd just uh, fucking, uh, you know, went out to the Applebee's there and, uh, you know, uh, ship, uh, ship a fucking uh, uh, what's an appetizer at this place? Uh, I'm going to, like, a Wisconsin thing now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shane Van I guess uh, Gisberg and, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, tailgating out there at the uh, Brewers game and uh, here comes Brian. I can't
0: carry the show anymore, folks. Oh,
2: too too many different accents. What's going on with
0: the Wi-Fi out in Ohio? We huh? should also say we are recording a night early because tomorrow is my surgery that I mentioned. Were you talking <laughs> the whole time? Just now? No, no, I was not. <laughs> I waited till my moment. I still listen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is happening?
0: I, uh,
1: Technical it's, difficulties. It's a whole shit show, folks. Yeah, it's a real but we, shit show. <laughs> To, to, I, mean, I know what you were about to say and it is true We are recording on a Monday night So yes. some of the facts and shit you hear And we should have led with this as all professional news programs do When they tape delay uh, But yeah Brian is having uh, surgery
0: On his yeah, little get, nose Getting my nose straightened And lengthened yeah. And uh, whatever else you guys said
2: the before pointed. the show. Like a
0: Pinocchio kind of situation
2: A diamond cut Yeah <laughs> uh.
0: I can't, can't wait. I'm going
1: to look awesome. So, yeah, if we say anything that is uh, suddenly incorrect by uh, Wednesday, uh, that's why.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're
1: um, <laughs> we talking about Shane Van Gisburg and Applebee's, and and uh, that's pretty much where it left off. But, yeah, I'm
0: happy to see him over here. and uh, <laughs> So it's it seems like he's going to not have... Uh, at least with the rumors I've heard, it's probably not going to be a full cup season. I think it's going to be like a mixed bag deal. I'm sure you'll see him at all the road courses and probably a few ovals, but it sounds like he might be maybe getting in a niece truck or something like that and getting some more experience. So
1: yeah, I bet you he'll run Daytona as well.
0: Yeah, I can throw anybody
1: in there and that means he will have to run an Arca race too, which will be fucking hilarious. But
0: I mean, I'm excited to see it. He definitely, I was not surprised to see him be the leader of uh, all of the ringers. Uh, Didn't really seem like the rest of that field did. Incredibly well, but um yeah.
2: Well, Brody had. had Spin House uh, <laughs> taking him out.
0: Yeah, one by one. Yeah. Is that what happened? Because I kind of.
2: I, I mean, I, I. xenophobic I... of him. Okay. <laughs> um, Very fitting of his 1776 personality.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Causing World War 3 back there. <laughs>
2: That's
0: cool. Maybe SVG will get him back next year.
1: Yeah. But Brody, Brody was pretty fast. He just had to start from the rear, so he, he was kind of screwed from the beginning. And then, uh, Kamui Kobayashi got, uh, kind of bent out of shape, and I think his car was a little bit, uh, a little bit trashed, it seems, because he never really recovered either. But also, you know, it's his first experience driving a cup car and getting knocked around, uh, the way we road race here in NASCAR, so who knows? But, yeah, I, I want to see Brody in uh, back as well, because I think it'd be cool, uh, to see him actually get a shot at it and, you know, not
0: be so hidden like he was on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, for as experienced as those guys are in similar cars to us, you know, the regular Cup crew, Um, the point was made plenty of times that, you know, compared to the street course, especially, like, these guys were on a little more even of a playing field because, uh, you know, all the cup guys had, this is their third race on this track. So they weren't quite nearly as inexperienced. So it, it made sense to really not see those guys shine. Like they could have had, they all showed up yeah,
1: and then the have course. Michael McDowell come out and whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: really it says a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, um, I, I got to say, I wasn't t- completely surprised yeah. to see oh. that. He was super fast yeah. in practice. He's been great on the road courses yeah, all year. All kidding
1: year. aside, he's a great race car driver, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's really not too big of a,
0: a shock. That's... So I, I had this thought in the car today. Like, I I, you know, I, I don't want to like him, because he's basically like a human pudding pop. Um, no. And... <laughs> You know he's got the weird Christian thing going on, but he's also like worked his ass off to get to where he is. Um, so you got to respect that at the very least, yeah, and for sure. what he's yeah. what he's done with all these other teams. I mean, um, I, I'll admit that you know for for ashley's sake uh, it would have been nice to see chase win and if it was any other driver battling with chase for the win i would have taken chase aside well maybe not every driver but like most drivers but i had a couple bets on mcdowell that i won so uh that's that's why i had to root for him you
1: gotta pay
2: for that nose job that's right yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you know this, this shit you can add
1: cheap. a couple inches on that fucker now that you uh <laughs> picked the winner yeah, a very uh, Calvary Chapel weekend uh, in, in Indianapolis. So a Ty Gibbs winning on Saturday and then Michael McDowell winning in the big auditorium. Um, yes, I
2: have, Jesus was, was pleased.
1: The Lord was strong. The Holy Spirit was present. And them boys uh, are taking uh, taking yeah. big trophies back to prayer breakfast on, uh, on Monday morning. So, Or yeah. promise keepers or whatever the fuck it is they do when they're not at the racetrack.
0: Um, I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but I was able to listen on the way back. But uh, McDowell was on Denny's podcast, uh, yeah, and it right. was a good interview. Um, I, if, if, if to any of the listeners uh, that didn't catch it last week, uh, Denny, I mean, he put his foot in his mouth like he's done plenty of times, but he really showed that he maybe doesn't totally pay attention to all of his competitors because he really undervalued McDowell's road course strengths. Like he, he basically on his podcast last week, he – he said, "There's no way that that McDowell's going to be able to outpoint Chase on a road course," and then he <laughs> went and destroyed fucking everybody. So <laughs> of course, Denny had to have him on. And it was it was a pretty good, interesting interview. Uh, you know, I I, you, I don't really get to hear McDowell talk a whole lot. So, you don't, um, yeah. You know, it it was good, and it wasn't really didn't get too Jesusy at all, which was nice. Um, just all race and talk. So
1: it yeah, was well, well, Denny Denny's not ready to give his testimony yet, I'm sure. So. You know, maybe maybe later on. He's got some sins he's
2: paying for.
1: But man, how about how about Chase Elliott? You know, coming all the way up through there and uh, getting finally turning the Wick up a little bit. And uh, True Love, I kind of want to get your opinion on this as a fan, because I know you pay a little closer attention to to Chase and what's going on over there at the Nine Car. But it kind of seemed to me like after last week and after getting such a bad finish they realize that there is no way they're pointing their way in and they changed their strategy to actually be fast instead of consistent <laughs> uh, yeah. d- is that kind of the impression you get
2: I don't know um, I feel like Chase has been under the mindset ever since he's come back from his suspension that it's win or nothing he hasn't been interested in Trying to point his way in, but you know, yeah. I well, the the, the, over there too. Who, yeah, seriously, decisions, yeah, I don't
0: know. The window to to point himself in closed a long time ago, and I, you know, I, I feel like it doesn't win next that. week I think
2: it's, it didn't close till last week, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, maybe. I, I mean, I think winning would I be mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah, and they're coming and into a stretch like last of really week was like, yeah, the final. Yeah, and if there's
1: three racetracks you want to go to in a row uh, as a Hendrick driver, you know, as and as Chase Elliott being, and again, he hasn't really won much of anything uh, in, in road courses since we switched to this new car, but you know, given his prowess on on the twisties, you know, uh, Watkins Glen, Indianapolis, and Daytona being a place where Hendrick just is fast as fuck, at least in qualifying anyway. Those are three tracks where you probably feel pretty good about pointing your way in. So. I kind of get the impression that maybe they were banking on that a little bit and didn't think that Michael McDowell and Daniel
0: Suarez and everybody else would just actually be fast all of a sudden too. So <laughs> too a little, too late maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's really McDowell, especially. I mean, these three tracks are all his specialties, so that's that's for to sure. To have him as your competitor, you know, you to, to anyone not paying attention to that again, it's just really underestimating how good that guy's been, especially with this new car. So yeah. you,
1: um, you almost feel like. Uh, I don't want to make Furniture Row comparisons uh, with Front Row, though I guess it is somewhat appropriate. Um, that team has found speed, and they've gotten better and better, and now they're starting to win races once in a while. And you know, maybe, maybe this is the beginning of something a little bit bigger. You know, who knows? Maybe Michael McDowell will be the next Martin Truex and having a late career surge and. You know, bring K Love back to the sport and bring DC Talk onto the hood and whatever the fuck else they're gonna do. (laughs) Jars of clay. Jars of clay is gonna come up in there and, yeah. You know, family uh, well, I- family, Christian stores, all that shit, you know. But, it, you know, mm-hmm. all that aside, like it, it is pretty cool to see someone who has been a journeyman their entire life um, and has, you know, not necessarily had the best things happen to him in his career, whether it's by his own hand or by, you know, just the way the game goes, you know. But to see him finally actually have pace after, like, 15 years of just slugging it out, it's pretty
0: cool. So, I don't hate it. Yeah, um, but I think that really—that's that, about all we need to talk about Michael McDowell for a Please. while, <laughs> at least till next <laughs> no, week. We can, can keep going all night, buddy. Remember when he flipped that car at Texas? That was, that was yeah—that was his big thing until he won the 500. So that's now true. now he's got actual accomplishments to to talk yeah. about.
1: Well, our buddy Jay, uh, just to keep talking about Michael McDowell here, he, he when he worked for RCR, he was uh, Michael McDowell won a road course race for them. And uh he was saying he was a pretty cool guy to work with and a hell of a race car driver so yeah you know I guess we sort of knew that a while ago but you just don't get many chances to see it but now we can stop talking about Michael McDowell that's all good um sorry about that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there any other loose ends to tie up with the NASCAR stuff? I got one more question about Chase Elliott. What's wrong with him? Uh, He tried to drink water out of a bottle that had a cap (laughs) on it. Did you see that shit? Well, I did see that.
2: I think we've all been there before. (laughs) Have we?
1: (laughs) I think I've been there a time or two. Stuck that Dasani bottle right in his mouth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, bless his heart. Good Lord. Uh,
1: Well, Cup Cars are on the Oval today, Uh, (laughs) or on Monday, if you're listening to this, on Wednesday when the show's getting released. On Monday, Cup Cars were out in the Oval testing the short track package, ironically. I Haven't heard anything about it, but I guess we'll be hearing about that in the week to come.
0: And they also essentially announced next year they're going back to the Oval. They said it without saying it. Um, So it's the 30th anniversary totally makes sense um i'll be excited to see it as much as i enjoyed the road course although i'm definitely you know again as much as it was cool to win some money with mcdowell i'm i'm kind of glad i didn't go out this weekend because i probably would have been a little upset to uh to see both him and gibbs be the be my winners to to break my uh byron and larson streak be those two so oof
1: yeah. Uh, one thing I did I did see on here before we move on that I do want to bring up, I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, that guy, uh, Bozzy, is his name? I f- forget yeah. exactly what he does, uh, and I can't pronounce his yeah. last name. Uh, somebody asked uh, Bob Pachris and Jeff Gluck on Twitter uh, what these lanyards that the drivers are wearing around. You, you kind of see him. It's like a little card on a lanyard. Looks sort of like a corporate credential or something. And then uh, mm-hmm. bazi gets on there and says, the drivers are wearing an e-viewer performance monitor there, which connects wirelessly to an electronic e-Celsius performance pill that they swallow in order to measure core body temperature continuously. So these guys are swallowing like a Fitbit, pretty much. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and they're getting... That. It was, isn't that fucking nuts?
2: Yeah, it was Larson and Hamlin that they had posted a picture of wearing the little lanyard yeah but like they post another picture of brad wearing one not too long ago
1: yeah it's fascinating shit but dude i guess my question is do you get it back like do you (laughs) and who has to do that
2: once you pass it it just kind of that's it they're done with it because you got to swallow it again within, (laughs) (laughs) within a certain range of the pill and the lanyard to like work
1: I was just trying to imagine, like, running that thing <laughs> through the dishwasher, like, what do you, <laughs> how many of them do you have to buy, like, yeah. that's, yeah, In- I think
2: they said they're like $80 each.
1: Jesus Christ, yeah. yeah. Is that with or without, uh, your HMO? <laughs> but, yeah, I, just, I I'm glad to hear they're one, one and done, because, uh, that would be, I feel bad for the guy who Denny does his podcast with, because I feel like that'd be the guy to that would be the guy. fish it out, <laughs> 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 whatever the fuck his name is.
2: Jared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so the yeah. tray and, and this some is tweezers and... <laughs> that I did not realize existed.:
1: I didn't know it was used in NASCAR, that's for sure, yeah. but I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It is high tech and that is that is high tech, so yeah, they're all I'm
0: just, I'm
2: just... <laughs> Some of those drivers, I feel like would be like skeptical of that, like the government's putting chips in us, and you know that is all... a
0: f- pretty good point, um,
2: yeah, especially like mm, Brad Kay.
0: Yeah. Brad Kay for sure McDowell who doesn't believe in aliens he he would probably not be into that either um, but Denny's an athlete and Larson you know follows all sorts won't... of shit <laughs> yeah, oh God, no comment um, Larson you know he's probably gonna want to get all the uh, body tech info he can get uh, before doing the duel next year so I guess that makes sense yeah
1: yeah that's a fact oh yeah Kyle Larson and uh got a first look at his car. And they put that ugly-ass McLaren orange on... Uh, yeah. I just hate McLaren so much. I really do. Like Especially since what? they came over in an Indy car. Those motherfuckers are... Like, this new American management can kiss my ass. But um, that's a whole other conversation, I guess. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah,
2: that <laughs> and all the car reminded me... It looked like it should have like a FedEx logo on it or something. Yeah. It's fine.
1: And uh, I'm definitely excited to see that uh, out there. But yeah, God, I, just, I hate the fact that Larson's driving for McLaren. But uh, they also have Pato Award for now, and uh, I, I love him, too, so, you know, kind of conflicted. I'm not a big Hendrick fan either, though, so I guess that's that's my lot in life. It can't <laughs> all be Chip Ganassi, you know? And I think that's all I had from uh, the wonderful world of the internet here that I was going to bring up with you guys. Chase sucking on a water bottle and swallowing pills and shit. Well, and
2: it was a rough day. Did yeah. we lose Brian again?
1: We might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's gone yeah he's he's nervous about his his nose job coming up i bet
2: <laughs> i would be nervous
1: too. just going off to riff nips in the applebee's bathroom here
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah i uh, i'm excited for Watkins
0: glenn coming up though um i did not
2: <laughs> he's I back not... folks yes he i'm back comes like he comes back every time like mid-sentence yeah
0: that's so because I can hear you guys and I'm saying a sentence and then apparently it takes like a couple seconds to actually click in. But yeah, I keep unplugging my fucking microphone. So, sorry. God
1: Jesus. damn it. This
0: this this early night recording has got me all fucked up.
1: Yeah, again, it's Monday night right now. So whatever big news that's broken, uh, we
0: don't know about yet. I, I don't, I don't feel like this time. is... I don't think it's going to be a very newsworthy week. Uh, unless somebody else likes the wrong meme. Uh, before, before yeah.
1: the yeah. And what about Noah Gregson did last weekend? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, there's been uh, he he's been dead silent on social media. Surprise, surprise. So who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, no shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I would Fine. be too. <laughs> not a Finally, took his own advice. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I did not spend much time on racing internet this weekend. Uh, again, we're about to get into that in a second. But were there any Darfs? Were there any other controversial? things to talk about before we get into the big trip oh i'm
1: sure there were um but I, I couldn't tell you what they were a lot of people on the internet bitching about uh either saying that kyle larson winning two knoxville nationals um makes it a dynasty which it doesn't um so, that was, so anyone who said that is kind of an idiot uh but not many people have said that so i don't know i'm sure i'll think of it as soon as we hang up the call but not everyone was pretty well behaved over the weekend on the internet i didn't see anything that was too wild um
2: I didn't see too many angry people this week. I
1: feel like. I know I'm missing something. I I fucking know it. But, I do want to give a quick shout out to the Lucas Oil uh, Dirt Late Model Series, and uh, just how good the North South 100 was. Uh, yet another um, battle right down to the wire between Bobby Pierce and RTJ. If you guys aren't watching this shit, you are missing out. This is uh, a battle for the ages. And then there's a bunch of other guys that are fast too, and they're about to enter their own version of the playoffs. Since uh, they are the first non-NASCAR series that I'm aware of to adopt that uh, hmm. sort of playoff postseason kind of thing. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that, that plays out. But, yeah, tr- do yourself a favor. And uh, if you uh, don't have a Flow subscription or have one or whatever the fuck, if you have YouTube, you can watch highlights. Check, check this series out and watch some of these finishes because it's been incredible this year
0: cool yeah i'll i'll be in the house for the next few days so i'll have plenty of time to watch it stroking that new long nose
1: (laughs) foot long (laughs) oh so while we wait for our guests to arrive though i will say this um so my parents are officially moving to arkansas which is fucking annoying for me personally um but where they're moving to puts me within two hours of the chili bowl which is fucking awesome which means i'll get to go to that and I'm going to cool. try and go home to New Mexico uh, in a couple of weeks to sort of to see the old house for the last time and all that. Um, but they might actually be gone by then. And if that's the case, then I'm going to take these like transferable JetBlue tickets, and I might hit the Southern 500 if you're still gone.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I, I could... Do that. I could i can make it work um i mean i I just got to drive down there um yeah i got some i got
1: some other buddies that are there too so it's not completely contingent on you going um but just a heads up if you were planning on going uh there's a pretty decent chance that i might be able to swing that so okay
0: yeah i mean if you if you still if you want to crash with me you're more than welcome to if not we'll just end up beating up but uh hell yeah we'll figure it out yeah now that i still got to get with greg and and figure out uh figure out talladega because i think that's what we're gonna do
1: that's uh, cool nothing quite like going to the racetrack with your with your friends out there in radio land if you listen to this as we wait yeah, for I our mean, guests I, to the special guests to arrive
2: i booked my uh, campground lot today for bristol so. oh shit and i got hot passes for that so i am all set
1: that's gonna be quite the to-do that's awesome yeah
2: uh, a little bit different
0: segment this week. So, as I mentioned last week, I uh, went back home uh, because uh, my buddy Josh and I um, just we went to do the Kenny Wallace Dirt Track Experience at Lebanon Valley Speedway, um, which was a real, real fucking day. Um, Josh, I don't even know where to start. Um, this was, whole, I guess, I guess we'll start with the whole explanation as to how this happened. My mom got me this pass to do the experience at albany saratoga speedway in christmas of 2019 obviously 2020 that did not happen. what took you so long part, <laughs> part of it was scheduling part of it was the dates would always get filled out too fast and even this year like when it, it was originally scheduled i mean it was scheduled for the weekend of Indy and yeah uh, you know, I was like, oh man, that sucks. Cause I already had plans to go to Indy, right. but when they switched it to Lebanon Valley, it's like, well, fuck, never mind. Uh, it's my home track. It's a track I've always wanted to take a lap on. And, uh, I, yeah, in Indy trips off, we're doing that. And, um, Josh being a, being a man that he's, uh, spent plenty of time on motorcycles and into, into cars and shit, uh, invited him along and, and he decided to take the trip and, on, uh, This past Friday, we made our way out to Lebanon Valley, and um, it really started off on a weird note. Uh, I think within two seconds of showing up to the trailer, uh, uh, the lady checking us in started to give me a little shit, and uh, that was fun.
3: But she was something. She she, go ahead, man. She was mis—she was kind of miserable. I sweet talked her, but she was mad at Brian, no doubt. Like he just—he you he could tell there's something wrong with him. I don't know. Maybe she was just like, oh great, one of these autistic people that just, you know, come drive. You know, so oh, I gotta drive a car. Here we go. And so she was like, like ah, another one. God damn it. I realized uh, how well, mean. Like as I was saying, autistic. I was like, oh god, that's not. That's kind. I don't mean it a mean way but i mean it in like Very somebody that's really into
2: it. yes
3: i guess that's
1: i'm it. sure that lady deals with that quite regularly so yeah.
0: well yeah I, I think what we learned though within a couple minutes was there was an incident earlier on in the day and uh you know, we'll get the expo- yes we'll, we'll explain what that incident was but uh we got to the track right on time and it turns out our our class was delayed by an hour so we had some time to kind of watch everybody else and see what was going on uh when we were checking in our group was kind of a mixed bag of, of who was doing it there was one other guy who's very clearly a race fan like myself he was wearing a, a billy poch t-shirt and oh, he actually when he was checking in i overheard he was scheduled to go at 10 o'clock and he just completely missed it so no fucking clue what happened there the other guys in our group there was one kind of normal looking dude that i didn't really talk to him much and then there was a uh, a large older gentleman who brought his own motorcycle helmet and we later learned he he wasn't even a race fan he had no idea what he was getting into he just showed up because his wife got it for him for like an anniversary present or something
3: so 20th anniversary
0: yeah real weird group. I guess I thought going into this it would be all like straight up race fans cuz it's not like one of those deals where you can go drive an exotic car on a road course or something like yeah. this is dirt track racing. It's it's a little more of a niche thing, but for sure. Um, yeah. there, there were some non-fans and non-race people as part of the group um so we got in the track and we had like i said we had some time and we watched uh the group ahead of us do their laps and the first car on the track was the late model um which is cool to see uh, that was at all three of them definitely the fastest actual car of the whole day yeah and the first guy getting on it uh, he actually spun the car out once which was funny um but he was getting sideways a little bit uh, the dirt modified got on the course and i will admit i was a little bummed watching it because it was really not getting up to speed that that well um and part of me thought like oh god i hope this is just a driver um and when i got in the car i learned it wasn't the case but we'll we'll get into that um obviously going to these types of things the cars are kind of tuned down a bit they've got rev limiters and you know uh you get yeah. some of the experience but it's <laughs> they're not, not going to
1: let you bend a rocket chassis in half, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> for a it, couple it, hundred it, bucks.
0: <laughs> for sure. I so I my my uh the way I explain the experience, I guess for some people this would be like scratching an itch. Like I've always wanted to get into a race car. I've always wanted to see what this is like. For me, it was like picking a scab that starts bleeding everywhere because like it was cool. But it just makes me want to get in a fucking real car and see what it's really like because yeah. I was trying my hardest to uh, to get that thing going around. But we'll we'll get into that. So we watched all the guys go in front of us, and we kind of just had some time to wander around the clubhouse and the track and stuff with nobody around. And uh, we get into our class, and the instructor was this guy from Rhode Island who was missing probably half of his teeth. And <laughs> within, within about 30 seconds of the class starting – I he he said he he mentioned the incident again and I was like what happened so <laughs> he points over to turn three and he's like, you see that big black mark on the wall yeah uh, one of the sprint cars got into the wall flipped into the catch fence and the kid's helmet flew off oh um, Jesus turns off it, it, he was fine he was fine it's and I shit. I figured that it was the sprint car that wrecked because like when you walked in, you could see a red sprint car kind of over by the trailers that looked a little bit fucked up. I went over and looked at it later when we were in the pits waiting for our turn and uh, front axle was broke. Gas tank was like hanging off the car. There was fluids coming out of it. So I hope that kid had the insurance because he definitely did some damage to that thing.
2: (laughs) Um, Was your instructor Jughead?
0: Oh my fucking god! If it was Jughead, uh, I would have been in heaven. I don't think Jughead knows how to string together that many sentences, though. Uh, Josh, you don't know who Jughead is, but uh, Jughead is a friend of Kenny Wallace that uh, kind of looks like a mutated burn victim. Um, oh. just kind of this he's, guy he's,
3: also. This guy also kind of looked like a mutant too. What was his call letters? He had call signal or some call letters or whatever the hell. He's like they know me by whatever his name is and my call name like double d or something <laughs> remember that he's uh, like I you think- can say both and you will know who we're talking about And it's like but you know long ponytail sunoco hat that was probably from the 90s but like not worn for the vintage thing it's just because that guy just had that hat on that's his hat
0: yeah, yeah that's his hat yeah I mean it was fine I mean we I, he just kind of went over like you know the buckles and, and what was going to happen when you get in the car like everything was push start there um, huh, really? and the only thing I, I think the late model you had to put it in gear manually but um, the other two like the sprint cars and the, and the modified it was just roll off um, and huh. yeah he ended I don't know I don't remember the actual joke but he randomly ended our class with a Pollock joke like, apropos of nothing, just fucking I got a joke to tell you, and he tells his Polak joke. Josh, <laughs> as the as the more Polish one of the two of us, I don't know if you remember it, but uh...
3: I do not remember. It might have been something about guesses or saw, telling your Polish wife three times or something. I don't uh, Oh, you're gonna tell her <laughs> once and then you forgot the last two after I don't know. Some <laughs> some stupid shit. Some very yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird. It was definitely very weird. Also, the guy with his own motorcycle helmet in our class, uh, I, he was a BMW guy. Surprise, surprise. He's just like this weird, like portly, kind of tall guy. But he might have been a little autistic as well because he was, like, weird and didn't know anything about cars, like you said. But, like, if you just looked at him and his giant head, I was like, this guy's got something wrong with him. But he had a wife of 20 years, which is a, a lot more than Brian's got going for him. So he can't be uh, that Thank you. <laughs> Birds of a feather, yeah. But anyway, he had the whole communication Senna system, all that shit in his helmet. He had the uh, really nice motorcycle helmet too. It was the um, uh, boy, I always look at him like, you know, like I'm gonna spend $500 for a helmet, but uh, whatever. He he was cool.
0: um one thing we were a little disappointed to learn when we were walking in that our uh, we didn't keep our laptop. they didn't keep our lap times josh and i were definitely looking to bet on who was going to be faster but when we got down there it really wasn't going to work out anyways because they only had one dirt modified and uh to kind of speed everybody along they were kind of trying to push people to drive other cars um so josh ended up driving uh the wingless Sprint car also probably partially too, because he's a little bit taller than me and he fit that thing a little bit better. Um, but now, yeah, Josh, let's, let's talk about it. You were the first on the track and talk about, what it was oh yeah, like, so what felt.
3: yeah, so the the toothless guy, well, you know, they talk about you got to put the the radio set in your ears. So I'm like, all right, you, you get in the car and you strap yourself all in and uh, you jam the, the the headphones into your ears and a guy barks and it's so goddamn loud and it has to be. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, man, that's super loud. Just stop testing already. So uh, cool. Then like, all right, also like they don't tell you anything. They're like, all right, there's two cones set up. That's where you step off. There's a cone right beyond it. That's where you step back on again. There's no, like, don't go in a turn, 500 miles an hour. There's nothing. There's no real driving lesson. It's mostly, like, how do you unbuckle in case you flip over 30 times and your car's on fire? That's it. They don't care about how you drive. They don't care about teaching anything, which, who cares? Step on the gas and go. Right. So I'd never been in one of these cars before, and I'm just, like, sitting there, and i bump you from behind to get going, and... You hear, you're just like, when you get into the track, I think it was the second or third car out. And um, none of them were, were my type of car. There was, I think the big block was out there and the whatever, whatever. And you just kind of hang out on the bottom until they're like, all right, go ahead, number five. And they don't have your name. They of have a number on your car. Yeah. And uh, I call oh, it. here's nothing. Bah! Yeah. Here, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I think that was me. Hell if I fucking know, so I'm just gonna go. Uh, if I hit somebody, fuck it. So uh that's it man, just on the gas and like I never did this and I'm kinda weaving a little like but in my head I'm going like 100 miles an hour. It's like the fastest shit. I'm like, hell yeah. And then you're kind of fighting it around the turns and you know, Then, it's but you're not going very fast. And it's like trying to get the hang of getting off the gas and getting like before like on the cone so you can get the most speed into the turn. Right. And then by the time it kept going, it was like sliding. So it was kind of cool. And then by like, I don't know, whatever lap, it's like you lift it to the left and people are passing because different people are coming in and going but I was doing at least 500 miles an hour down the fucking stretch because (laughs) that's what it felt like and like like it gave me like I'm not a race pro or anything like but You know, I go enjoy the races, and it felt like I was like, man. Like, I was out there by myself for a while. They're like, oh, you're all by yourself, number five. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, all right. And I'm like spinning shit. They're like, all right, settle down. Or, hey, you're doing great. They're kind of talking to you, and I'm like, yeah. oh, there's no cars out here. My legit thought was like. I think everybody's watching how fucking great I am, and I'm going to be signed as the next fucking <laughs> is, racer. Yeah, this is your moment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. There's nobody else out here. They probably pulled everybody in. I'm doing so great. Uh, I'm getting a little shit around number two, and I'm like, all right, plailed down the stretch, I'm getting my foot. I'm not touching the brake, and then two minutes later, like, all oh, right, you're getting passed. Move over. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. All right. But that, like, it was so dusty. Like, it was so dusty, like, you couldn't see at one point. Like, and Brian probably I say the same thing because he's out way longer than i was I'm like going into those turns i'm like i don't know if there's a car in front of me or not and if they're sideways i'm just gonna and we had seen people spin out multiple times right so it's like i might just kill somebody or myself <laughs> but i'm like i'm not fucking stepping on the brake that would be fucking dumb i spent 150 bucks to weigh on the gas and that's all i'm gonna do come hell or high water Send but the thing over the it was fence, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. That guy, I'm gonna go further and higher than that guy. That's what I want to do. <laughs> but it's cool, man. It was exciting. I've, I'm like, you know, he was talking about his scab and now it's bleeding. It's like, I did this with flat track motorcycles. I thought the same thing. I'm like, buy a flat track bike, gonna learn how to do it for real. I got the hang of it. I'm in. And you know, two years later or whatever, I still have them. But I want no time. But I want to. Now it's like, yo, get a car and race. That's just the best.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's. I will say this has definitely lit a fire under my ass to sell most of what's in my house this 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 winter and, and get some sort of racing vehicle next year because it 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 just the experience definitely just makes me want to do something next year in a car. But um, so that was Josh's experience. Uh, I was up next, and you know I had twenty two laps on the track. Um, yeah. I forgot I haven't been in a dirt modified since I was 11 years old and it was way more of a pain in the ass than I remembered to get in the thing. It took me a few minutes to like, you know, push myself in the car. Not because I'm big. It's just because it's like you know, it's so weird of an angle to get into the seat on those right. fucking things. Um, get in the car and there were problems with my radio, like even on pit row, they couldn't get their audio feed to work kind of got it working and i finally go out on the track and um immediately the first thing i notice is how loose the steering is like it was incredibly loose i didn't really expect it i thought it would be more responsive but i guess with a dirt car it doesn't necessarily need to be super responsive yeah um and i'm getting on the track and taking my pace lap and i still get no radio like i they said when you first get on the track you're gonna at least hear like you know stay to the left and then they'll tell you when to to take the green and i heard nothing so i took a couple pace laps and then came in they had to fix my fucking radio and then they finally put me back on the track once i finally got up to green i think within a a lap and a half i was like well i'm gonna fucking just step on it and definitely got loose a couple times uh and really in turn three and four now for those who don't know Lemon valley speedway it's a half mile, fairly high banked dirt oval, and it's actually kind of like Darlington in the sense that it's egg shaped. Turns one and two are a lot more mellow and were way easier to get through, whereas three and four, I don't want to say it was, I guess it was kind of a sharper turn because it was, the entry was, it was I don't know, I couldn't quite figure out where to, where to actually center it in the corner and I kept like drifting out towards the wall coming out of four. Um, But, you know, like Josh mentioned before, there were cones set up in the turns to let you know where you're supposed to get off the throttle and where you're supposed to get back on it. And, you know, at least for a while, I paid attention to those. But once I kind of got the hang of it, I, there was, that shit was out the window the problem was because of the rev limbers, i was getting on the chip almost every lap like i was they told you in the in the in the in the class that really you're supposed to almost coast through the turns meanwhile man i was getting off the throttle going into the turn and halfway through i was picking it back up so i i had to figure out i had to figure out like how to really feather the throttle so that i could at the very least not not hit the chip until i was actually entering the next turn so that's kind of where the whole like man fuck i really want to get a real car because like you know you got a little bit sideways but you didn't really get the full experience as far as drifting goes which again probably is for the best with most of these people who again don't even some of them don't even know what the fuck a race car is you know maybe someone like one of us like we kind of have an idea and even though we probably would actually (laughs) wreck the thing probably more likely to do so than anybody else (laughs) for sure but but at least we'd we'd have a chance of of pulling it off compared to to other people but yeah i mean it was i did 20 something laps and i actually passed a couple of the sprint cars which nobody else is doing in the modified um but in saying that like josh was saying in the turns it was dusty as fuck like they watered down the track right before my turn and halfway through the run just dust everywhere yeah um i was behind uh outlaw for a lap or two and yeah it was just like blind like i knew at that point by the time i'd I'd, I'd taken enough laps so i kind of knew where to turn and where i was supposed to go so but it was still almost blind um And, yeah, it went by pretty quick. Uh, You know, I would definitely say for anybody who is a race fan, you know, you you should do something like this. Uh, It was really, really cool, really fun. Um, I definitely want to do it next year, and I'd like to do it at Albany Saratoga because, uh, especially being a shorter track, maybe I got a better chance of – Actually getting the most out of the car, speed wise. Um, who the hell knows? But uh, you know, I know next year we're gonna when they do it again, we're gonna try to get some more of our friends to come out and do it. And Rob, you know, if you
3: do yeah, you want to join us, away.
0: yeah, by all means, man, you should do it. It by is
3: well worth it. It's a hundred out of ten. As a non, I'm a novice race guy. I know race things or whatever, but man, it was it's it was fun as hell. It was like I can't wait to do it again. I still wish we could try and actually really race them but i know that ain't gonna happen like i definitely want to put you in the wall
0: <laughs> well we can do that at a go-kart track
3: i will um, definitely do that at a go-kart track
0: if you can catch me um but yeah next year i'll probably do the late model just because after seeing how much faster that thing was right. I, I i gotta have the extra speed for sure although i wasn't expecting the sprint cars especially the winged ones to actually i thought they were going to be the stretched out ones with like extra seats but they were regular sized sprint cars they still didn't seem as fast as the uh that late model though but were they four tens or i don't think so no i don't i don't know what motor they had but they i doubt they would have had four tens in those things yeah seriously Uh, (laughs) um just asking for trouble yeah for sure um so after that Because of the weather, I mean, I wanted to. One of the things I wanted to do coming out this past weekend was to go see uh, Kenny Tremont uh, make one of his final starts at Lebanon Valley. You know, I've talked about him on the show before. He's my first ever favorite driver. Um, You know, big part of my childhood being a racing fan. Saw him so many times as a kid. And he announced his retirement uh, at the end of the season. But the weather did not look very good for Saturday night. So, uh, Josh. Decided since he had nothing else going on uh, to come along with me We drove directly from Lebanon Valley to Albany Saratoga because the timing worked out to where, you know w- We were gonna be there just in time for everything to start. So we made our way down there and for those who don't know uh, Albany Saratoga, it's it's a pretty historic track in the sense that it actually hosted some cup dates in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. uh, It was a asphalt track for a little while. Um, it's a 3 8 mile uh oval that's obviously now dirt and uh, you know it's it's about half an hour from downtown albany and um Even though it was a great crowd, uh, full stands and and a really great show, that whole area's got a lot of construction going on, and I know it definitely could seem like one of those situations where the neighborhood kind of closes in on it and shuts it down, but hopefully that doesn't happen, especially with the uh, Lebanon Valley group owning the track now, but i guess that remains to be seen there's one of those big massive shopping centers that has apartments above it like right down the street and there's a lot of money in that area because it's not too far from the saratoga race course which is probably one of the more wealthy areas in the capital district so you can kind of read the tea leaves and see where this is going to eventually go for sure but um i I think it was probably it was probably my first time going to the track in almost 25 years uh you know lebanon valley being my home track i i you know the past few years, I've tried to make it back there every time, once a year. But Albany Saratoga just never bothered. But being that Kenny runs there too, and I really wanted to see him run at least you know one actual race while we were in town, uh, we made our way there, bought the pit passes, and um, made our win. Found Kenny and. It's the first time I've seen him in an you know, actual child. Um, and introduced myself and, I you know, kind of told the story of how we, we'd known each other in the past. And I doubt he actually remembered me, but he played it up like he, he, he vaguely had memories of me being at his house and whatnot. And we had a nice chat and... Um, I did my thing where, I, you know, I'm a collector. I wanted to buy any sheet metal or maybe a driver's suit or any old shit he had that he wanted to get rid of.
2: of He actually gave
0: me his phone number and and, and invited me to to stop by the house, Um, which we'll get to that. But um, the race itself was was really, really good. Um, Honestly, I forgot. I I guess I just forgot how good racing was there at that track because, you know, they did... um, Pro stocks, uh, and then a bunch of different uh, sportsmen, and then the big block modified feature. It was just the um, the, the track uh, sanctioning, right? It, it wasn't a tour or anything like that. Oh no, it's all just it's all just local track yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now there's no video of the week this week, aside from a little interview with a kid that we saw race on Saturday night, uh, in the limited sportsman series <laughs> or limited sportsman class. I don't know what the actual distinction is between the limited sportsmen and the ones because they look the same. They seem to run the same speed; like they're not different sized or anything. So I don't know if it's just people with less experience or what. But uh, during the limited sportsman feature, <clears throat> there was a the the two cars were battling for a while, and uh, this one black car ended up making a great last lap pass and and won. Driver gets out of the car and it's a fucking child. When I say a child, I mean this kid's balls had not dropped yet, child. Um, you know, I guess it's fairly oh, yeah. common now to see like 14, 15, 16 year olds driving bigger adult sized cars. No, this yeah. kid was a fucking child. Um, his name was Connor Clare, I think. Um, and I found a little two minute interview. is actually the first ever interview he's done. And it just shows really how awkward and young he is but at the same time like once they get past the awkwardness of the interview he starts talking about like running the high lines and and different things on the track and it's like holy shit like it's really weird to see this awkward little chubby kid with a mullet talk about running the high line at this track and figuring it out but he only made his first start in that class in april and the race that we saw him win was the second race that he'd won in a row so uh so he's definitely figured it out yeah, I, well, so the little bit of research I did, um, his whole family races, and um, he actually seems to be running higher divisions than his dad, um, you know, he's got a younger brother that races as well, and... It's weird to say. I kind of want to keep an eye out on a kid, but I mean, it was it was really impressive. gonna to do see. it. <laughs> I,
3: I guess I'm gonna have to now. So, Yeah, I don't think like Brian's underselling this whole child thing. Like this kid drives up and gets the the chick on the track interview, and he gets out of his car, and it's like oh, that driver's kind of small. I think Brian was even like, oh, I think that's a girl driver, and then this. I have, could be a midget, but uh, this <laughs> chick starts to ask him a question. And then you hear his voice like, well, I don't know about it," <laughs> And literally everybody around us, every goddamn person was like, this is a child. Like, everybody started looking at each other like, how yeah. old is this kid? Like, unbelievable. So, 12 years old is like 7th grade. Like, this kid could be going into 7th grade. 6th grade going into, it's like, you can't, like, it's insane to me that this kid, the way he drove, like, it was incredible. I was like, even halfway through the race, I'm like, man, as an." novice, that black car, the black and pink car, yeah. that driver's good, man. And then everybody is like, holy shit, this is insanity. This, this child, like, pre-pubescent teen, like, weird child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you see that, like... <laughs> Muay Thai fighters when there's kids like that young, that's yeah. what this kid was.
1: Yeah, it's it's always so shocking to to see that. I think there was like a 13-year-old that won a super late model race pretty recently, which is fucking insane. And mm-hmm. like they just get younger and younger and it, I think about what it'd be like to get into it on track with somebody like that, you know, like they rough you up or you rough them up or whatever and then he, he gets to fightin' And then now you're uh, having to fight somebody's dad instead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you just do like that guy of Bowman Gray and beat on the woman's glass of her car instead. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, I, oh, I thought you were is- going to say, uh, I thought you were just going to say, ah, be like that guy in cold and Gray and just beat on the woman. Yeah, (laughs) kick his mom's ass. You had a a a pause. Someone's (laughs) catching an ass whooping. There was a pause there that had me like, oh, now we're getting this real NASCAR shit right here beating women. That's what I think of. It's the
0: Patreon portion of the show.
3: (laughs) Uh, Jesus. Um,
0: So, yeah, it was cool seeing this kid, but at the same time, like, I wish that I was so jealous Like When I was 12 You know how much I would have loved To have been able To drive a fucking race car When I was 12 Like that's yeah. ins- it, it Just thinking back To where I was in life And how immature I was And this kid's out there Winning races so. Yeah I can't
1: imagine Like being Who I was When I was 12 year old Just a complete Fucking idiot You know like yeah. Behind the wheel Of anything Much yeah. less uh, You know at, at Albany Which is a pretty mm-hmm. Serious racetrack yeah, It's not like A little yeah. go-kart track Or anything but I almost love. tipped
3: a three-wheeler over when I was 12, so that, that's about, that was my driving experience. Number one, I almost fell off the back, and then when I tried to ride it, I fucking yanked it to the left and almost tipped it over, but uh, yeah, let alone handling a real machine. Can you imagine? Good for that kid. Yeah, seriously. It will be a failure in no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kid is going to get into drugs just do something stupid, and uh, well, maybe not. His whole family's racers. I don't know. Yeah, let's, let's hope that. We'll see what happens. Ah, Connor, give it, Yeah, rising star of the week. I'll follow your career, Connor.
2: Yeah. What, what's his name?
0: <laughs> Connor Air. Connor. Connor something. I
2: think it's Connor Crane. Connor. Crane. Crane.
0: That's it. Connor Crane. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll see the. You gotta email. love that
3: name. That's a great NASCAR yeah, that's, name. That's, Connor it's Crane. A
0: that's a great racing name. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Um. So yeah. Uh. Main event. Uh. Modified feature. Kenny ended up uh, coming in fourth, which was good to see him do pretty well there because he he really ran like shit in his in his uh heat race like I, he, his car couldn't turn i don't know what the hell was going on but uh he did well in the in the feature so that was good um you know next day um the weather was iffy all afternoon and towards the end of the afternoon i looked and i was like okay it looks like it's probably not going to start rain until eight or nine i was like fuck it i'm just going to take the risk because race was supposed to start at six and i was like well maybe it'll get most of the shit in uh, it was a pretty limited field at the Valley. Um, they only ran uh, modif- big blocks, sportsmen, street stock, and uh, pro stock, which they normally have like six or seven classes. Um, I think four divisions also is they, the right amount, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was move- they moved the entire program along as fast as they could because they knew the weather was going to be an issue. There was no even national anthem or anything. There was no pre-race stuff. It was literally just as soon as it was supposed to be 6 o'clock, they put the cars on the track. Um, the crowd was not too hot just because, again, the weather coming in, I'm sure that kept a lot of people out. Um, and, you know, it was a fine night. Uh, there were a couple decent uh, street stock wrecks and... They had just started the uh, sportsman feature, or limited sportsman, yeah, it was a limited sportsman feature, all of a sudden we got like a five minute downpour, and it was probably only within a mile or two radius of the track, because leaving the track, it was dry five miles down the road, but it completely washed the track away, and it was, everybody was gone within 15 minutes, so... You know, I got to see Kenny. You know, run his uh, run his heat races and run hot laps and stuff. So that'll probably be the last time I, I get to see him at the Valley, just because you know, I, I they only have I think two more two more uh, races before the Super Dirt stuff starts. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I asked him if he was running Oswego, and he said he's not. So that was another reason why I decided to take the risk to go to the valley because I, I figured yeah. it's probably my last time to actually see him.
1: Well, I'm glad you did. Um, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, it's rare you get to kind of call your shot and get to see somebody uh, uh, you look up to or follow um, mm-hmm. in, under such circumstances. Uh, so that's that's fucking cool, man.
0: For sure. And, and you know, it's not like he's not going to be going to the track in the future. He's got a 21-year-old son that's going to be taking over the car next year. And, uh, you know, he'll be the third Tremont to to drive that car. So, uh, you know, I'm sure when I go to the track next year, I'll, I'll see him and whatnot. Because so, even his dad still goes to the races. His dad was, was in uh, – Kenny's dad was in the trailer uh, right. hanging out. And he's, like, got to be in his late 80s now at this point. Um, so, yeah, uh, Sunday comes around. And, you know, Kenny told me to give him a shout, so I did. And he's like, yeah, come on over. And uh, I picked up uh, another buddy of mine who, coincidentally enough, his name, Ken, who, uh, old BMX friend of mine who lives in the neighborhood. uh, And he actually had a lot of history with the Tremont family. Uh, He lives probably two, three miles away from the Tremonts. Um, His dad used to race street stocks. His dad has worked on the car. Um, My friend Ken actually crewed. Uh, Kenny's team at Devil's Bowl last year when Kenny actually won there so you know he they they all knew each other so he came up along with me to the track or to the the garage and we show up and, and Kenny's just outside by himself washing the race car um, he brings us back to uh, behind the house where he had a few storage uh, trailers full of uh, old sheet metal and random shit, and he pulled out a, a full driver uh, passenger side door from last year that had a tiny bit of damage to it, but it was complete and looked real cool, and he's like, yeah, here you go. Didn't charge me anything, <laughs> nothing, um, That's awesome. which was so fucking cool, like, I, I just couldn't believe he, he was so generous, and know he went inside and he signed it took some photos we hung out for him for a good half hour 45 minutes just just talking about racing stuff and talking about you know their family history and and talking about his future and you know how he's feeling and stuff and you know again I, i barely knew the guy even back when i was a kid around the sport and you know, for him to take that time to hang out with us and just talk about race and stuff and, you know, ask about our lives and ask about racing out in Ohio and stuff. And it was just one of those really special moments that uh, I don't think I'll forget this weekend for for a long time. So um, that was just really awesome. So uh, that was my big weekend back home doing dirt stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's it's not the end of my racing trips for the year, but it was probably the most special one.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be hard to beat, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And really i, I knew uh, it's very special I mean, don't let him you know downplay how special it was i saw him uh, with tears yeah. in his eyes talking to kenny trying to build up for were, merchandise so uh you know, there it were, was like and, weird joyful tears like dollar signs running down his face
0: i listen i never i do not want to i'm not i told kenny i'm not selling any of this shit um he did tell me that uh, he's gonna dig up some more stuff for me when I come back in October more like clothing and like driver suit stuff because he says he has Locks that hair. he just I, I, well he didn't have it left, left so more hair <laughs> um, yeah
3: he, he was a super nice guy to be honest with you I don't know him from anybody but he took the time out to actually be like Try and think of Brian and be like, yeah, kind of maybe remember you. And, and it super just lady like, just like normal. Like, all right, what are you guys doing? We're like, eh, what are you talking else for? You got a raise, don't you? And then they broke down and it was great, super nice. I was like, man this this guy doesn't know you and he's gonna take you back to his house and give you shit. That's awesome. That so is, good for that well, guy. I like that.
0: Well, he said he texted his sons and they they said hello and stuff. So I mean, they remembered me again. I'd probably been twenty yeah, cool. years since I've seen him. So, but you know, we were friends. So. But, yeah, um, and yeah, I gotta thank you, Josh. They for... said they didn't know you. Oh yeah, of course, really. <laughs> yeah. Who? but uh, i gotta I gotta <laughs> thank Josh for joining me along uh, along this trip because, you know, it really meant a lot to have have a buddy. It, it would have done it without anybody, but uh, it was really cool to have one of my closest friends doing all this shit with me, and, and
3: that was a really good time, so. It was a good time, and I also went way faster than you. And uh, if we ever get to race, it'll be on. So it was great, right. Thanks for thanks for bringing it up. I'm do I'm excited to do it again next year. I want to find more of these.
0: Yeah, well, we'll we'll make it happen. I I, I gotta do a uh, a stock car one too. I mean, I do want to see what it's like to to be on asphalt. So well, if
1: you guys want to play on some uh, on asphalt uh, down at Stafford Speedway, about forty minutes from my house. They actually have a street stock that you can rent out, like anybody can do it, and you actually run a feature. Oh, okay. I'm doing it. Yep. Never mind. That's it. That's it. It's like five or six hundred bucks. It's a little more expensive than a normal... Yep. But it's, it's you're literally in the future. You're on flow racing. Uh, it's it's yes. a whole thing. You get a NASCAR license. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm it's doing real real that. Real I'm doing
0: that. I'm doing that. Rob, you let me know next year when it's happening. That's happening.
3: It's so they just let anybody race. That seems very dangerous. Yes.
1: yes, quite literally. Like anybody out there, like a full like 25 car field of little bang bangers, and you. And a friend. <laughs> Only uh, that's. Yeah. We're, oh my we're God! Doing, I want to definitely do that. And they we are, are. They we are, are doing that. They're not the fastest cars, obviously, but you could probably. They're good for about twelfth, tenth, if you know how to haul the mail. So. And uh, Uh, they always end up spinning out. Typically, it's always it's always like a it's like having a bee in the car with you is the only way I can really describe it. Like watching that race, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, we are in. That will be that'll be next year's big Applebee's trip. Uh, Everybody goes to the racetrack and and crashes in turn four. So hell yeah, that'll be good alright well that that I think brings us to the end of our trip to Applebee's and now it's time for plugs um, Josh though he's gonna get the big plug because he has shit to plug um, Josh like we mentioned before he plays in a bunch of different bands Josh talk about it
3: hey play, plug the Jagaloons uh, yeah look up Jagaloons NY on Instagram it's a surf band and everybody's gonna make fun of me because it is stupid I get it that's a joke it's, 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 it's like that's the thing man but like, you're not telling me anything I don't know it's dumb so uh, yeah, and then if I don't plug Cheap Heat, uh, Cheap Heat, I think it's it's on Bank is Harley Race. Uh, don't ask, and uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. It's all I got going on right now. Do I have anything else? No. Yeah, do you have any? Do whatever. you have any
0: Falcons dates?
3: Uh, and Falcons, we're doing a Joe Strummer tribute show this Saturday the 20th in DC. Ah, oh, word. At the Pie oh, yeah. Shop.
0: Oh, there you go. Who's, who's on that?
3: I, I don't know. I just show up and play, man.
0: <laughs> all right. I, don't, well, I have man, no you know. idea. <laughs> yeah.
3: Who cares? All right. Well, I'm um, on it. That's all that matters.
0: There you go. Perfect. Um, well, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Meet Me at Applebee's and on Twitter at Meet Me at Bee's. Uh, I am Speedway Screens on all the things and SpeedwayTSJ.etsy.com. True you know love. The rest yeah. of you.
2: Yeah, it's still snake mountain underscore true love. You just got, hey, still, you, you you were selling that, some shit on there. It's true. Uh, yeah, it's because I'm poor and I gotta go to Bristol next month. Yeah,
1: so. lots of great hats on her channel right now. If a channel, it's not a channel. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a channel, you're not talking about it. But there's, uh, there's <laughs> definitely an Etsy store, and you should you should buy from
0: her. She's got good shit. And I mean, I know you Thanks. keep a lot of shit, but I mean, I did not expect you to keep some Kenny Bernstein hats. So you know.
2: No. pretty good I kept all the know. good Budweiser hats yeah. for myself
0: <laughs>
1: such is tradition <laughs> um, uh, m- m- Rob Motes underscore unofficial on Instagram uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just announce this show even though I'm not supposed to uh, it's the official announcement is tomorrow, but I'm giving all five of you a heads up. Uh, I mentioned last week my my band Dirty Bangs is doing a big reunion show. We're opening for uh, Sheila Divine at Brighton Music Hall this November, day before Thanksgiving, which I believe is November 22nd. So, I forget who else is on the show, but Sheila Divine's pretty cool live. Uh, they had a big hit in the 90s or some shit like that, and they're nice guys. And then uh, we'll be playing about 25 minutes ahead of time, and I'll be getting drunk and ruining Thanksgiving the following day. So,
0: oh yeah, brother, <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, all right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us at Applebee's once again, and we will talk to you all next week.